Recorded live. Hello and welcome to Strange Talk with Doc. This is your host, Doc. I can be located and reached here every Monday and Friday, 12 noon at 724-444-7444. Call ID is 145-048. I'm on SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Speaker. You can also catch me on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, I'm more than willing to take callers. This is not a strictly sports, political, entertainment, or general information show. This is a show where if I find it interesting, I am going to talk about it. No matter what the subject, there's no subject whatsoever that I find to be off limits. So sit back and I hope you enjoy. Uh, I would like to start off with a quick PSA. Uh, I don't know if you have any kind of gambling addiction or problem, so then please don't listen. But if you don't, tonight's Mega Millions is $421 million. I think it's well worth blowing $2. We're going to waste $2 on some kind of crap at some point today. If you brought a newspaper from a major city, that cost you a buck. So it's just $2, and you never know. You might change your whole future lineage's future. Okay, so I want to talk some NBA real quick. I'm not going to belate it or be on it too long. So Tyrone Liu has taken a leave of absence from the Cavs. I feel bad for Tyrone. I wish him well. I wish him nothing but better health, happiness, and a bright future. It looks like somebody's calling in. I'll see who this is right now. So I'm not going to go too much deeper into the NBA until I find out who's on the line with me. Who is on the line with me? Netboy. Hey, Net, what's going on, brother? Everything's good. I'm just doing some quick NBA talk right now. I was talking about Tyrone Liu leaving the Cavs because of his health reasons. Oh, yeah, that's a, that might hurt the Cavs. Yeah, I don't know. Is but, he really coaching or is LeBron coaching? Well, you know what? We all know it's the LeBron James, the general manager, and the uh, quote-unquote uh, player coach. Tyron, uh, you know what? His health comes first. So if he needs a break, I mean, but I don't think I don't think Tyron comes back as the Cavs coach either way you look at it next year. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think this is the end of the story because – we don't know if James is coming back next year. Yep. You know? And I've been thinking about this a lot, man, and, and I'm glad somebody finally spoke up. Mark Cuban seemed to be getting a free pass with the sexual harassment thing with the uh, Dallas Mavericks, and I, um, I'm I'm glad somebody's at least putting a little bit of pressure on him. Uh, he, he said it was the under the – the Mavs organization, but it wasn't affiliated with him. Yeah, but here's the thing. You can't have a reputation as one thing. He sells his brand, even that Shark Tank shit, as he's a hands-on. Anything going on around him, he's hands-on. Now he's trying to cop out and say the business part of the Mavericks he doesn't handle. Even yeah. though he is a businessman first. This is a self-starter. Yeah. This is an A-personality dude. 
uh, he started from basically scratch. He created a company and became a multi-billionaire from it. Yep. It's not. It's not like he's not Trump. Daddy didn't hand him anything. Yep. Matter of fact, you know, we're talking about pressure. This is like off the topic, but I'm. I'm. It kind of fits in. Norman Reedus, who plays Daryl on uh, The Walking Dead, but he comes out with a quote this week. This uh, the finale is going to be the finale of all finales, and. The reason I say that is the writer of the article said, if Daryl Reedus, uh, Norman Reedus, is screwing us, I want all the people to blast him. Blast him on his social media. Blast him when you see him. Blast him everywhere because they keep selling us, just wait, just wait. This walking dead, just wait. It's going to be everything we need it to be. And I think they, I, I think they're shitting on us again. Yeah, but why would they just, if, if it was such that, why would they just put it in the last episode? Shouldn't they? So you mean we we have to sit through seven bad episodes to have one great episode? That makes no sense. Listen, he basically told us we got three more episodes of pure shit coming. Because he basically said all our war happens in the last episode, and it also leaves the door open for another storyline. So... We don't know what that means, but I tip my hat to the reporter because the reporter at least says they told us this last year. They told us this years before. Remember, they dragged on the governor. Yeah. He at least said or she said to blast him. Don't give him a free pass for selling us nonsense. Yeah. Now, this might be up your alley. I don't know. Do you have a 4K television? Uh yeah, my the last TV I just bought is 4K. How do you like your 4K TV? Well, this is what I tell people, and I tell this to everyone. Everyone thinks just because you buy a 4K television that you're gonna get 4K resolution. The only thing that's in 4K right now is if you're purchasing Blu-rays, or if you're streaming Netflix. If you're paying a higher amount of money to stream Netflix in 4K. Okay, but it's still a higher quality HD than normal, just 1080p, right? Yeah, yeah. Or you don't see no uh, difference? No, no. You, you you definitely can see a difference because what I did was I downloaded a 4K version of Baby Driver, and it looked amazing. It, it looked absolutely amazing. Yeah, I was, in, uh, I was in Best Buy yesterday with my wife, and I'm sitting there, and the 4K TVs was... They were whispering, Doc, come over here. Doc, come over here. And I got, like, uh, mesmerized. And before I knew it, I spent an additional 40 minutes just looking at TVs. And I've, I've spent, like, an hour this morning researching and then watching reviews of YouTube. Um, even though the, the YouTube, I will say this sucks because of copyright infringement. Yeah, the YouTube videos stink because nobody can show any content on the televisions once they have them set up. Oh yeah, so you don't actually even get this. And I was like, why doesn't somebody who has 4K like vacation videos just show a 20 second clip of their vacation because they own that? Yep. Yeah, but they would. Have, they would have had to shoot it in high definition. 
Yeah, I'm just saying. Okay, so you got. I'm, I'm talking about a person that's like on top of everything. You yeah, got yeah. a 4K camera, and so now you got a 4K TV. You can show us what it truly looks like because I now I, I'm caught up in this garbage. I'm looking at the TV, which automatically makes me look at the cameras. I don't like the GoPro. It just looks. It's a little, you know, I ain't the stylishest person on the planet. It just looks so ugly. I don't want to carry something that looks like that. <laughs> also, you should also look at the OLED 4K TV. There's the older models? No, no, there's something called an OLED 4K TV. Okay. Well, you know, I've, 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 been, I've been looking at them all and... Man, they, 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 some of them are pretty amazing. It looked like you can go through the screen and literally touch whatever's out there. Yeah, but like you're walking people, up the block. I tell people, too, you get what you pay for. So don't buy a $400 TV that says 4K and think that it's going to be superb. No, no, I'm sure it's going to be the bottom of whatever that is. Yeah, but you See, know, nah. you have people out there that be like, oh, I just bought the TV, it's great. And then it looks like uh, two year, uh, 10 years ago resolution. Yeah, and then they did there's certain models that they say out of the box are already pre-programmed. Yeah. And then there's other models like, uh, I don't, I don't want to blame LG when it might be Vizio. They say that you have to actually go in and change all the settings in the Vizio or the LG to bring it up to specs. Yeah, definitely. Because That's how they save money, though, not to uh, pre-program it before they put it in the box. Exactly. So one of the TVs, but then other models come out of the box like, you you good to go. Yeah, mine was, but, mine was pre-programmed, but I like, uh, I like to change my settings to uh, depend on what I'm watching. Right. See, now, me personally, I don't need – I actually had brought this a couple of years ago. I had brought the complete surround sound, you know, the 5-in-1 with the bass. Uh, yeah, I know you said it's loud. Yeah. I, I don't watch anything like that. I don't like anything that loud. I don't like the TV where I can't hear the world going on around me. I still want to hear the world. You know, my phone like rings – some of these TVs, like the, the you need like at least a sound bar because sometimes the, the new the newer TVs they don't carry. I I know I can't hear my TV a lot of times, especially the one in the the living room. Maybe I'm staying too far away, but I always need to have the sound coming out the sound bar, but without the bass. Okay, see me. I mean, I'm up at crazy hours. And I can hear my wife, why you got that so loud? My wife tells me all the time, why is the volume up so high? And I'd be like, I, I keep it on like 14. You know, I, I'm not one of those 68. I don't, first of all, I don't like shit vibrating. I don't like that uh, Dolby quality oh. sound. Uh, you know, that's, that's, my, that's my one old man thing. <laughs> I don't need that Dolby, you know, like where you could actually feel the vibration. I, I go to my in-laws' house. God damn, they listen to TV so loud, man. Sometimes I just get up and go to the deck. I mean, like, he's got these speakers that are as tall as a dresser, and they're two feet in front of you, so you could actually see the speaker move. Oh, like, damn. <laughs> that, 
that's crazy. But y'all, y'all, y'all in your seventies and eighties, so I mean, I can dig it. Maybe that's a, a medicinal thing. I don't need that. Yeah, my mother, uh, she, I, we had got her surround sound, and I think she used it once and unplugged it. Yeah, see, that's me. Matter of fact, I still have the speakers with the subwoofer and stuff in a box in a closet. I, I brought it. I thought it was a good idea. I said, okay, sounds like a good idea. And then when I, I did it, I was like, you know what? I brought brand new TVs. I brought brand new HD, and they got good speakers. Yep. And I, I just click a button. It puts it on stereo, music, I mean, movie, or whatever the hell the uh, options are, and it's perfect. I don't need it. I don't need it at all. So we got the... Um, we got WrestleMania coming your direction next year, huh? Yeah, that's awesome. I'm actually online looking at tickets for Monday Night Raw in the Coliseum. But yeah, I'm, 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 ah, open air stadiums. I didn't go to the last one because I wasn't too sure of the weather. But we'll see. Maybe I'll do it next year. You know what? I'm hoping for everybody's sake, including the WWE and their fan base that April 7th, 2019, is at least a 70-degree, sunny, rain-free day. Yeah. Now, did you did you watch the ultimate deletion battle? Yeah, I watched it. I watched it, yeah. What did you think of it? I thought it was better than The House of Horrors. But- I could not stop laughing. Yeah, it was it was it was, it was pure comedy. Uh, Matt Matt Hardy, matter of fact, he's choking me right now. Matt Hardy is a he made he made Bray Wyatt interesting again. Oh yeah, but from what they the say, whole, Bray may come back with a new gimmick now that he's been deleted. Yeah. He might as well. Maybe, you know, I never liked white guys with dreads. Maybe he gets rid of the fucking dreads, too, but <laughs> that's neither here nor there. But I never liked white guys with dreads, even though I think he dates a sister or married to a sister. Yeah, he dated that, uh, the ring announcer. Oh, okay. But that don't give you a right. Yeah. Uh, Bray needed a reboot, so being deleted is a perfect excuse to have a reboot. Yeah. I was kind of, I did not watch SmackDown, which they said had its highest rating in years because of Daniel Bryant. Yep. And then they just proceed to have, I, I don't know what the hell else to call them, but. Uh, Delete it? <laughs> Heckle, Heckle and Jekyll, yeah, which is Sami Zayn and, and, and Kevin Owens. They're Heckle and Jekyll right now. They, they're yeah. just lunatics. I, and they and they're both so talented. They don't need to be Heckle and Jekyll, but they <laughs> they turned them into Heckle and Jekyll, especially it, Sami Zayn. It looks like Vince said you're clear. Now we're gonna go all out on you. Yeah, we're gonna find out how you're gonna feel the next day. <laughs> how, how did you? Do you feel like you really want to do this Wednesday? <laughs> do you still want to be involved? Because we're throwing you to the wolves. Yeah, they. I, I mean, they, they get power bombed on the. Hardest part of the ring is uh was amazing. I don't know what they're going to actually do. I think it might be a little late in the mix because they got so many guys who still don't have a home in WrestleMania. Um, oh, uh, I guess I'm wrong. They added that battle royal, men's battle royal, which is now going to throw 
the other guys who had nothing to do into something. Yes. Because there were certain people who deserved to have something to do. Yes. I thought I thought that Titus and Apollo deserved to have something to do. Just gives them that opportunity. Yeah, but they should have been in the match with the. It should have been them instead of Braun. I think they didn't know what to do with Braun, so now they're forcing him into a tag match. Oh, matter of fact, thanks for bringing that up because I'm going to predict right now Braun Strowman, and I think it's as clear as day who his partner is going to be. Who do you think? Elias. I thought Elias too, but I'm I'm, I'm now thinking, what do they do with Samoa Joe if he's if he's healthy again? But so Samoa Joe and Braun Strowman, no way. <laughs> uh, you throw Samoa Matter of fact Samoa Joe It sounds like They said that he's going to be Working an angle With Roman Reigns Starting in May Yeah So I don't know If they're going to hold him If not You put him in the Battle Royal You let him destroy Some under You know Smaller name talent Just to let you know That Joe's back Yes you know, that, matter of fact, you don't even have Joe on TV until WrestleMania Day. Yeah, but you know, this would be his first WrestleMania moment. They kill for WrestleMania moment. And you know what? Samoa Joe is talented enough to make a moment even in a battle royal. Think about how what you call him used to make moments all the time in those uh, Royal Rumbles. Kofi Kingston knew how to make a moment oh, just by yeah. doing the save. Yep. And <clears throat> and I think they blew they blew a big time by having these two stupid Bungeon brothers thrown in to the best tag team, most thrilling tag team battle that they've had in damn man, in some people's generation. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean I don't some people say that Harper could actually go, but I don't know if he could give you a six-star match. Listen, he's supposedly one of the most liked guys in the whole WWE, Harper. They say in the locker room, he's like gold. He's like the gold standard of good guys. He doesn't look, his character and how he looks doesn't match the man. Which, you know, is good. You're not supposed to judge a book by the cover. Yeah. But they say, like, he is the guy in the locker room. You know, like, Brock would be the anti-guy. He is the guy. Oh, that's actually and everybody loves Harper. I've read, that, I've read that about him many, many times. Did you know that Bray Wyatt and Bo Dallas are brothers? Yeah, they're they're, they're IRS, IRS's sons, uh, Mike Rotundo. Oh, I didn't know that that was their father. Well, not only that, they're Barry Windham and Black Jack Mulligan's. Black Jack Mulligan is their grandfather. Oh, wow. Barry Windham is their uncle. Mike Rotundo married Barry Windham's sister. Oh, okay. There's like a heart pounding yeah. thing going. On. Yeah, yeah. Wrestling. I mean, these. You think about it. You're on the road with somebody. You see the guy's sister. I. That's the one industry. It's not like the street. You know, how in the street, sisters are off limits. Yeah. In wrestling, sisters are not off limits. I guess. <laughs> Even to your road buddy, he he, he could date your sister. Yeah. Now what what do you think about this man? 
Floyd Mayweather he gets his license, the uh, MMA license. What do you think about him in a UFC ring? He dies immediately unless he fights CM Punk. <laughs> I think I think even CM Punk at this point has enough wrestling holes to kill him. I think that Floyd Mayweather, for some reason, wants to have some kind of ligament or broken bone surgery because that's what's going to – the worst MMA guy could break his bones. Yeah. And if he comes out and he wins a match, that shit's fixed. Well, I don't think Dana White is going to put the integrity of his whole company on the line for Floyd because he would now make – him and that other kid that keeps talking shit, the boxer, they got to realize this is – it's nothing like a guy being able to kick you in the face who knows how to kick you in the face. Yep, ask Ronda Rousey. It's a whole different ball game than just throwing hands. First of all, they can go like this. While you're throwing a blow, I'm taking your knees from under you. I'm putting you on the ground, and I'm just going to put you basically, because you got no, no skills, I'm going to put you in a headlock, and I'm just going to punch your lights. I'm going to punch you bloody. Yep. Until the referee pulls me off of you. <laughs> it, it did, matter of fact, I might let you up, and then I'll decide to choke you till your fucking eyes look like they're going to pop out your head. Or until you shit on yourself. Yeah, we've seen that happen. <laughs> Felice Herrich made a girl shit on herself. Yep. <laughs> so it, it, it literally, I'm telling you now, I'll tell you, Netboy, man, I remember in high school, one year, our coach said, listen, guys, I got a treat for you. Every member of the football team is going to wrestle a wrestler. We're like, what kind of treat is that? So, you know, you, you don't think it's a big deal. You're going to go out there and you wrestle. I have never been handled by another male the way a wrestler handled me. It was <laughs> literally scary. Uh-huh. Scary. Especially since the guy, while he was wrestling with me, was telling me the things that he could do. You know, I could pop your elbow out your joint. I could, I could, re, I could pop your shoulder, your knee, your ankle. I was like, "What are you talking about?" And he said, "You know what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna take it easy on you. I am going to hurt your wrists." So I'm trying to protect my and this bastard hurt my wrist. He did exactly what he said. Wrestlers are shooters, man. They are dangerous people. What you call them? What you call them? Took us behind the uh, veil on that. Oz, the stupidest show ever. Oz. When they introduced us to Keller, that was a shooter. Oh yeah. He broke. He broke Beecher from foot death. From foot basically to neck. Yeah, and they can do that. <laughs> full body cast. Yeah, they can do that, man. Wrestlers are dangerous. Boxing is one thing. You get your lights put out, you know what, 25, 30 seconds later, you're up. You know, unless you, you something crazy goes on in your brain. But a wrestler could hurt you when you're feeling that shit months later because he taught ligaments, you know? Are you keeping up with this NCAA tournament at all? Uh, I missed last night's games, but uh, I did see Leola's one. Uh, my brother yeah, looks like shit. Did, listen, the only person on the planet bracket who looks right is either they went to Leola or they went to uh, Nevada 
or Kansas State, or they're a lunatic woman who just picked picked uh, just to be funny, just picked names. <laughs> they said out of 17 million people who put in ESPN pools, only 17,000 still have Lyola, well, actually have Loyola playing Kansas State. This is insane. This is a, um, it's not just Kansas State. Florida State's still in it. Doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I do so, have, uh, on one sheet I have Villanova winning and I have Duke. So I'm still finding those categories. Well, I should be ashamed of myself. I did not pick my Duke. Because I had Duke actually losing their Michigan State. And and may the blue devil gods forgive me for such sacrilege. <laughs> but I didn't feel like this was the right year. I just I just didn't feel it in my heart. You know, I've been down here. Matter of fact, we talked this state talked more about NC North Carolina than they did Duke this year. So I wasn't really feeling Duke. Okay. But, you know, you got Duke-Syracuse. A surprise could happen there. Syracuse don't – they playing with house money, so they don't even care. Yep. You got uh, West Virginia playing Villanova. I'm expecting Villanova to please come through for me. Clemson and Kansas. I don't know, man. These underdogs, this could be one of those shockers. And this one don't even make sense. Texas Tech is still in there versus Purdue. But people tell me don't overlook. Texas Tech. So I'm thinking maybe they could pull off an upset. But this is going to be crazy Saturday. Kansas State versus Loyola. Yeah. <laughs> Who, I mean, what do you go with, Sister Jean or Kansas State? I mean, I really don't even know Kansas State. Then the one, the one team that I still have going, I do have Michigan in the Final Four. So I do need Michigan to beat Florida State. Which, and you think of Florida State, you think of football. You yep. do not think of basketball. You know? So we had an interesting week this week, man. The Austin Bomber blew himself up. Yeah, but I hate news coverage on this guy because if this guy was black, oh my God. All the, they don't get, they don't call no, they don't call, uh, he not being called no names. Now they're trying to look into. Why? They was looking for a reason. Oh, uh, hold on. Let's we're gonna go straight to the mental health issue, right? Yeah, yeah, always. Now, here's the thing. Have you heard a tweet other than that bullshit congratulating the people, the police? Have you heard anything from Trumpino? No. Now, this kid is obviously he's obviously a fucking wag job. The dude at FedEx I, I I don't know if he tipped off the cops, but I'm going to tell you now, he has to do, he has to be a little bit more weird than that. A dude comes in FedEx with short sleeve shirts on, but he's got gloves, and he's obviously wearing a fake-ass blonde wig. Blonde wig. And, <laughs> and people are being bombed in this city. I'm going to be kind of like, yeah, there was this really strange dude that came in here today. I'm not saying that we're supposed to be a society of rats, but when shit don't smell right, man, you could tell somebody, I just see something that don't smell right. Yeah. But there is, there is such a different perception of how people look at us 
when something happens to us as opposed to when something happens to somebody else. Okay, because here's a case in point. Stephen Clark gets killed in California unarmed. I watched that video. I wish I didn't watch that video. He gets shot in his backyard. He only yeah. has a cell phone. Yep. 20 times. So last, they shot 20, 20 times. They let off 20 shots, yeah. Uh. Now, here's the thing. That body cam, I heard the shots clearly. I heard gun clearly. Yep. I never heard stop police. Yep. I never heard that. Now, here's one thing that I do have to ask. Maybe you will have more insight than I do. Why would the fuck was Steven running and hopping through the backyards like that? Yeah. Well, was it actually him that they have on, on, on? See, but that's okay. See, now you just open a can of worms. Did they splice two fucking films together? Yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. I, I refuse to watch. The, I didn't watch the video, so. It's, it's, listen, when they let off, and the thing about it is they never confronted him. They fired on him from behind the side of a wall. So the only thing he would see is a gun pointed at him. How the fuck do you, I mean, this is California. Let's be honest. California is still gang land America. Yep. How the fuck do you know if somebody doesn't scream, stop police, if it's a blood, if it's a crip, or if it's some fucking Mexican gang? You don't know who's chasing you. Now, you do see the helicopter, but then, you know, you just made a good point to me. Because you never know. I don't put shit behind these these police departments. That they slice the film of one black guy hopping over fences. Why? Because my thing is this: Why would you do all this hopping over every fence? They showed him hopping over this fence through that yard, just to go to your own backyard and and, and go in the house. Yeah, doesn't make sense. Well, his grandmother should be able to confirm if he he went to the backyard from in the house. Or if he was at home and came in through the back. And then, okay, so we get this one, right? So we know how this is going to be handled. But finally, a cop gets charged with murder. But check out the two things about this. The cop's name is Mohammed Noor. Oh, yeah. So, And the woman is a white woman from Australia. Yep. And, and that, even that took since June or July. So it takes forever for them to charge a, a police officer with any kind of killing. I mean, this poor woman called the cop. And I'm not saying that this guy shouldn't be charged. I mean, God damn, how much of a coward was he that he bucking off at her and she the one calling for help? Yeah, that's the thing. But... When you look the way he does, and you in pitches with women with hijabs on, the chances that you get convicted are greater than any other cop who's ever lived. Oh, every day. When your fucking name is Muhammad Noor, and you're a police officer on any police force in America, you better walk the line. Because you'll be the one they throw to the wolves. Yeah, that's was basically what that show, uh, Shots Fired, was about. Shots Fired, what's that? Uh, it was a show that it got canceled, but it was on last season with, um, oh, shit, the girl with Sanai Latham and the guy who played on The Wire. But he was a cop, and he had killed a white kid, and he was the only black cop on the force. And they was like, 
how they was treating him after he got after he shot the kid. There was also another incident where a, a black kid got shot by a white cop, and they were trying to like help him out. Oh yeah, yeah, but you know what? That's as close to the truth as it gets. Yeah, we have not. Matter of fact, we. I don't. I wish I would have had the information. Forgive me for not being as prepared, but there was a white cop charged with killing an unarmed black kid a year or so ago. This week, they gave that cop back his back pay, like three hundred thousand dollars. Yep. Fully reinstated to the force. No harm, no foul. He's dead. Move on. Yep. Now I give the people, I give the people of uh, Sacramento credit for one thing. They shut down that fucking game last night. The oh, way yeah. California, the way, yeah, the way Californians protest something is different than say New York is too liberal. Protest in New York is soft as butter. California, they say these motherfuckers might really riot. So. It's a different ball game, you know? Now, Ned, this one, I don't know where we are with this one, and I don't even know what you do about this. Nine-year-old boy kills his 13-year-old sister over a fucking video game controller? Yeah, that's that's insane. What do you do with a nine-year-old, though? What the fuck do you do with a nine-year-old? We go family court. So he'll be out before 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess you put him in a mental institution or something. I mean, yeah, I guess he grows up in the juvenile detention homes. Uh, so rest in peace, Denage uh, White. Uh, you know what? Sisters fuck with little brothers, and brothers mess with sisters. But you know what? You got to you gotta be – one thing, I, I, I believe in gun ownership. I'm, I'm pro gun ownership, but you got to be responsible. And if you got children in the house, no way in the world is the gun supposed to be locked up the same place as the bullets. Not when you have children in the house. When there's only adults, that's one thing. But when there's young kids in the house, shit, you wouldn't even want that 13-year-old girl to have access to the gun. You know? Yep. Now... We had a school shooting this week in Maryland, too, the Greater Mills High School. And I think they today they took the young girl, one of the young girls, off life support. Yeah, that sucks. Yeah, it, it really does suck. And But here's the thing, man. There's, there seems to be no answer for this. These kids, are, there's something mentally wrong with them. And how do you address it? I don't know, man. I don't have. I'll, I'll be a multimillionaire if I had a clue of how to address this. I don't know. It's like these kids, like, are they being neglected by their parents? Because how you don't know that you? I mean, what your son has access? You should know. If your son is on the verge, or it's always a boy. So if your son is on the verge of, in his mind, about to go shoot up a school, something had to happen prior. Like, one okay. you don't just wake up one day and say, oh, I'm going to go fucking mass murder everyone in my school. Well, you know what? You're 100% right on that. Okay, so let's let's just let's ball up real quick the mental illness that happened alone this week. We had an NFL player. He's fighting in the hallway naked of a hotel, breaking shit up. Have you ever been so mad that you had a full fight naked? No, ever. Not ever. Was he, on, was he high? 
I'm thinking that he had some of that super, uh, you know, that super weed or that, that fucking, uh, you know, that, uh, what's that smell? Potpourri shit they smoke, bath salts. Yeah. Well, they said they're not going to charge him. Right? So just to keep going on with mental illness, because that's insane. I have never, I've been mad a lot in my life, but it seems like once my dick is out, I'm not as mad. I can control myself. It's something about having yourself that exposed that kind of calms you down a little bit. You you say, at least let me put some drawers on before I start fighting. I've never been that whacked out of my life. Yeah, but, that's, that's the thing. But then we had the Roots concert canceled because of fucking 26-year-old Trevor Weldon Ingram loses his mind. He sends in bomb threats. Yeah, I think if you send in a bomb threat, whatever the, a person that detonates a bomb gets, you should get the same sentence. Yeah, see, but now I'm talking, the reason I'm bringing that up, too, is because uh, Jonathan Martin, the ex-NFL player, he gets charged because he's posting, you know, the shotgun with people's names attached to it. We got a matter of fact, Net, you're right. Threats have to be taken as though a physical crime has happened. Yep. We can't have, you cannot idly threat anyone anymore. This kid stopped the whole concert. People spent their money. They're there to have a good time. You sitting at home and decide you want to send in bomb threats while we got a bomber actually loose in the country. It's just crazy. Now, I've got to ask you something as a New Yorker. I don't know what is going on, but I give me the vibe the papers are saying. Cynthia Nixon wanting to run as governor of New York City. I mean, everyone's still supporting Cuomo, but to me, I got to look into her politics because I fucking hate Chris Cuomo. So the only other option I have <laughs> is to look into see what Cynthia Nixon uh, what's her message? Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm worried about one thing with Cynthia Nixon. The city is just the city. And yeah. the city might be able to support a lesbian, but if you've ever been in the state, people who've never been to the state don't realize when you go to the state, it's almost like sometimes going to Alabama or Mississippi. I mean, upstate New York, man, is like that shit is as racial, racist, and old school as you want to be, man. You know, yeah. like some of these counties, especially since they're jail counties, Osinic, yeah. New York, and places like that, there's uh, Sing Sing, Osinic, Gosling. I mean, there's so many counties up there, and they're basically white, older white counties. I, I think that if Cuomo don't piss everybody off, Thoroughly, I think as liberal as New York is, they might actually hold that against her. But you know, but you, the, the amount of people that live in New York City might get equal with the state. Oh, yeah, well, you, you, you're true. There's, what, 8 million people in Brooklyn alone or some shit, 6 million? And then I think a, a lot of people don't even vote in those elections. So I got to feel, I think it'll come down to this. People are going to think Cuomo is a is a short thing and not vote. And 
in the primary because people in the Democratic primaries, not a lot of people come out. So I think mm. a lot of people think Cuomo is a short thing, and she's gonna get she's gonna get some form of high numbers. Now I will say one thing, man. Brianna Ashante Lofton, you're an asshole. This is the woman who's got her infant smoking a blunt on Facebook. Yep. When will people learn? First of all, I'm glad she did it so it's out and this baby can get saved from her. Yep. Because she has her thought. Her thinking is, I don't even know what kind of thing. Why would you want your baby high? Yeah, people think it's fucking funny. Some people, they they, they shouldn't even, she, she should go right under the jail. Well, naturally, she's going to plead innocent. Even though this shit's on video. And this poor, innocent baby, man, they did nothing to nobody. Okay, it cried. It threw up. It shit it. You know, it, it's an inconvenience. That's what babies are. But they they also lovable. I mean, those lungs are pure. Why would you want to put that? That brain is pure. Why would you want to cloud? Could you imagine the shit over the years that she would have influenced or allowed this kid to see if she's allowed to continue being a mother? Yep. Now I I, I gotta say this, man. Why well, I got you? I need you for this. I don't. You know, it's March for our lives. I think that's today. Tomorrow. Hashtag March. Okay. Well, I know Hashtag. they got. Uh, I know they have a. Uh, they're organizing something for tomorrow. Okay, and so I'm. I'm all for the kids on that. I actually like the kids and activism, but the reason I'm bringing this up is Lynn Manuel Miranda and Ben Platt Ham from Hamilton came up with this song. Yeah. And I don't give a rat's ass what anybody thinks. This is the worst fucking song. The words might be good, but what kid is marching to a Broadway musical (laughs) type song? I mean, so you're basically telling any kind of kid who has any oomph or toughness or, or, or black, this is not for you. And 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 for Lynn Manuel Miranda to come out and said that we gave at the end of the video he comes out and says we gave you your Superman song like if you don't march to this kids y'all ain't shit this is the and and I mean this in the nicest way this song is the gayest fucking song that has ever been made and matter of fact I just heard a song this week uh, a house song. That said, whose dick is this? This song is gayer than whose dick this is. <laughs> I gotta listen to it. I haven't heard it. The, please take two minutes of your life and just put those two clowns, Ben Platt, Lynn Manuel Miranda. Because I did something. They made me do something I wish I did not do. I said, I, you know, I hear all the hype about Hamilton. So I listened to the Hamilton uh, soundtrack? soundtrack. It is. Pure garbage from song one to the end. I think I think this is just some cult worship shit. If you gave me two free tickets, uh, a plane ticket to New York, a limo driver for the night, and a room at uh, Waldorf, and you, and I had to go to Hamilton, I'm turning all that stuff down. <laughs> I'd rather watch Loyola of Chicago. Play Kansas State. 
Oh my God! Now, could you, would you go see Hamilton? Uh, I'll see it, but uh, I'm not paying the the money they want for it. It's uh, the money's ridiculous, and it's probably a waiting list. I the music to Hamilton is absolutely horrible. Now, Lin Manuel went to school with what I think is one of the mon- most underrated rappers in the history. Of rap music, uh, what the hell is Immortal Techniques? Okay. Now you could see that they went to the upper crusty school by the way they rap. Even Immortal Technique doesn't have what you call a street flow. Yeah, what was it? Uh, is it was it elementary school or high school? Or are you talking about college? No, they went. They went to some elite ass high school. Oh yeah, and yeah. I'm not, my, my, my daughter goes to the same school. Okay, so they go. They went to some elite school, and yeah. it's a manner in which they talk. If, uh, you, immortal technique it does not have a flow that you could actually really teach a rapper. It's yeah. like uh, his own style. Yep. And so does Lin Manuel. Well, actually, it would be like uh, I don't. It's, it's very hard to describe. You could tell that it's not hood. It's not ghetto. It's not street. Yeah, 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 yeah. Definitely not. And that's what makes it different, especially when you get a guy like, say, Immortal Techniques, and he raps with a guy like Vinny Pass. Vinny Pass sounds like he crawled out the gutter. <laughs> so you put those two, they juxtapose each other. So it's a beautiful thing when you hear them together. Now, the, these are guys where you have to literally sit down and listen to the words. They're making a point. So I won't take that away from Lynn Manuel, but the style that he raps, it's almost like, like you would hear on like PBS or, or Sesame Street, like by the books. And, this, and is why what, gets, this is why he gets all the PBS specials. Right, and that's why I think a 67-year-old white guy can relate because he could go home and actually rap the same exact style to his friends while they're having a, a sherry. Yep. Now, if he had to, if he had to rap like fucking Little Wayne, his head would explode. <laughs> See, he couldn't, he couldn't, he couldn't do a DMX, but he could do Lin Manuel. And and I, I, I just, I just find this song, it's appeal, it's appalling to me that they want to use this as March for Our Lives. Now I got, I got, I got to look it up. But I do have to thank you for one thing, man. What's that? Uh, I earlier today I just finished watching the Chronicles of Death Row. That was a good six hours of my life. This was the uh, documentary spoken. Not yeah, the, yeah, the six part series. I I thought it was great. I'm actually enjoying even the badly acted one that's on now. Oh, unsolved. Unsolved. Yeah, that, I enjoyed that. Unsolved is. I'm gonna say there are some people. The guy that's playing uh, Puff, he doesn't belong anywhere. Yeah, they need to be doing. He is beyond horrible, and he looks more like Chris Webber than he does like Puff. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a midget version of Chris Webber. Yeah. And I gotta ask you a question about that. Maybe I don't remember correctly, but did did uh, Biggie and and um, Puff, 
wear bowler hats every day of their fucking lives or what? <laughs> I mean, if you look at Unsolved, you would think that these guys were back in 1827. They wear these fucking... Uh, Lauren Hardy hats every day of their life. I was yeah. like, I, I know I've seen like one or two pictures, but not every day. Yeah, that's that, that's a, that's it's it's funny that it, it turns out like that. Yeah, man, and and they're just sitting, and and these two shows are making Haitian Jacks star bigger and bigger and bigger because they're supposed to be doing a Haitian Jack. Uh, documentary just like this, American Crime, for A and E or oh, US. Is he still alive? He's matter of fact, Haitian Jack has a video online right now where he's talking, getting his hair cut. He's 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 obviously living. He's living up in some fucking penthouse in the Dominican Republic. Yeah, I know he got deported. Yeah, well, he went to Haiti and that, he was like, "Fuck this place, I can go to DR, like living his bed over there." Yeah, <laughs> and so he's 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 in DR doing his thing, and he don't look like he's running or hiding from nothing. Yeah, that that was a great that was a one hell of a series. I watched most of it in one day. Yeah, I I really enjoyed it. As a matter of fact, I, I finished up watching. Uh, I'm caught up with the unsolved. Yeah, I'm caught up with that as well. I'm not caught up on This Is Us. I uh, got one episode left. Oh man. Oh man, yeah, you know what? Season finale, This Is Us, did its job. Alright. It's 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 setting up some shit that nobody's seen coming. Is all make I can say. Huh? Did it make you shed a tear though? No, they almost, I told you, they almost got me with Shakespeare. Shakespeare, oh, I fell in love with Shakespeare. Randall, to me, is, Jack is, Jack is a god. He's not even real. If you was to write fantasy, you couldn't write. I'm trying to figure out what's on this Dan Fogelman's brain that he could even make up a Jack. Yeah. How do you make up, Jack has the right answer for the right question at the right moment all the time. You can go back and think about it. These were 17-year-olds. Now they're 37. They can go back 20 years and question what he said, and it's still solid and concrete. Yeah, that's, I mean... That's, it, that, that's amazing, man. Uh, for the right to show, they have a great skill. Right. And, and even Randall, they at least gave him frailties. He wants to be perfect so much that it actually drove him crazy twice. Yep. You know, so, and see, one thing that I like about them, this is us, you literally have to pay attention to every word they say. There are no wasted, it seemed like wasted words, it's not. Because then later on in the episode, you'd be like, they told me that 25 minutes ago. Now they're showing it to me. So I find the show to be amazing because the writing is like top-notch writing. It makes sense to me. The show literally makes sense. Yeah, so I can roll with it. It's one of the best shows on TV, man. Yeah, and then there's, there's something that they keep alluding to, like when the, the sister, the, the oldest little sister, she grows up 
down the line, I guess, to be some kind of counselor. Yeah. Her and her father keep talking about somebody, but we don't know who they're talking about. Well, that's what I said, man. These writers are these writers are superb. Yeah this 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 was gonna this was gonna this is a show that's gonna do something that most this is us don't do. It's going to make you a little upset. Not in an emotional way, but in a I'm a little angry way. Not saying that it's not good. It's just that that's the that that might be the direction that they're heading. Because they, they've always played with the emotional strings. Yeah. They're good at that. The, the show has set, set me down. I'll be a liar. There have been a couple of times where I go, oh, man, what are they doing to me, these motherfuckers? I'm not supposed to feel like this from this shit. I think uh, I just can't get with Kate. It's like she's so needy. Well, you know what? That shadow that Dad put over them, he had them all in his pocket. Yeah. So they, they, if they wanted to breathe, think about it. He saved Randall by making sure that Randall went to that upper echelon school because he knew Randall couldn't survive. Randall couldn't survive in a regular school. First of all, his brother wasn't going to be there for him. Yeah, he was he, he, he picked on. His uh, brother picked I think on him. He's being picked on. Yeah, so, you know, he. He couldn't leave him there, so it's uh that that that's that's very good television. Now you still not getting with nine one one? Um, I just watched the episode with the full moon. Oh, okay, that was to me that was a good one. Yeah, that was that was a good one, especially with that, where they had the man on bath sauce that was eating people, or he was just drunk eating people. Right, then they said that they couldn't find now, which was amazing. They said they couldn't even find drugs in the system. Yeah, and I'm gonna tell you now, man. Just so I don't depress myself, I had a shitload of Trump stuff I wanted to talk about, but I want to leave Trump out of my mouth for one fucking week. <laughs> I mean, you know, between his daughter faking being a, uh, did you see that picture of her trying to fake looking like she's a scientist? Yeah, mm-hmm. that 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 is the greatest picture ever. But I would say one thing, I guess it's best to talk about Trump on Monday because that Stormy Daniels interview will be this Sunday. Oh, really? Yeah, she's going to be on 60 Minutes, I believe. Who she is? Yeah, she's going to be on 60 Minutes. Yeah, they did say that another one from an ex-apprentice woman, she's also suing to see if she can get her... uh, Settlement thrown out of court. She said she'd yep. give him back the money so she could speak. Yep. But you know, he he just won't get off this. I want to kill fucking drug dealers talk. Yeah. Most ridiculous thing ever. You know what? Then let's put some other people on that list. Let's put repeat pedophiles and serial rapists on that list. See how the nation likes that. Yeah, because. Think about this, Matt. Who the fuck is handing out the prescription pads? So he's talking about executing doctors? Exactly. Doctors and nurses? Because the average Joe doesn't have a prescription pad. First of all, let's blame the first person who gets you on an opiate. It's going to be a doctor. You don't get pain meds. You don't just, you know, I grew up in, I grew up in New York, Bed-Stuy. That shit wasn't on the corner. Yo, dude, 
No, you had the guy who had weed. Yo, he got some crack. You know where somebody can get some heroin. But people don't just be like, hey, dude, you think you need some painkillers? Nah. <laughs> what are you talking about, man? I need some painkillers. No, I don't need no painkillers. But, you know, it's their children, mostly. You know? Yep. But he's like uh, he's like a bad wrestling promoter. You don't buy into half of the shit he says, and the rest of it's a lie, too. You know? Yeah, all the time. So, hey, man, did you go, You guys got hit with this last uh, Nor'easter again? Yeah, but it wasn't shit. Oh, you know what? It's nice to hear a New Yorker because I heard, today is Friday, and this was Wednesday or Thursday, I heard that you had seven inches or eight inches in Central Park. And to hear somebody say eight inches ain't shit, I love it. Yeah, I don't even know why they closed the schools that day. It was nothing. Man, do you know, do you know the devastation that would cause here? I can't imagine eight inches here. I just can't. <laughs> I mean, we 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 talking about shit shut down for God knows how long, and stores being completely emptied out. Well, Nettie Net, man, I'm gonna let you go, brother. I'm gonna close this one out. All right, man. Thanks. I'll, I'll see if I can check back in on Monday. No, I appreciate you calling in, man. Thank you. All right, thanks. No now, problem. Somebody else is calling in, and I'm getting out of here. <laughs> All right. me, okay. Have a Let me good just one. see who this is. You too, man. Peace. Peace. Hello, who is this? Hey. Doc. Hey. Hey, dude. I'm I'm actually closing the shop down. I I I started on time. I'm always on time. Oh. I know, I know. I know. I had some appointment today. Thought you was going into a little overtime, but it's all good. No, what you got on your mind? Uh, I'm pretty sure you already talked about the revolving door of the NSA. Oh, well, you know what? We was, I was just talking to Nett, and I was like, you know what? I wanted to do as little Trumpy as I could because he's just giving me a, he's just giving me a headache, um, you know, between him, him, his, his wife, with a fake-ass anti-bullying, and they finally called her out on that again, the daughter with the weird scientist photo. Um, him repeating that he wants to kill. Well, there's one thing I would like to get on. The lunacy of Joe Biden and Trump actually saying that they could beat each other up. <laughs> I, I know, I know. They, probably, they can't even climb in the damn ring. Talking about more or less listen, somebody up. I, I think that if you're a normal, healthy male adult, under the age of, say, 68, anybody from 18 to 68 who's a, of normal health should be able to beat up Joe Biden and Donald Trump. And not even right, be no hard. Problems. Listen, I would actually even take it easy on Joe and Donald, and I'd tell them, I'm only going to kick you in your hip. That's all I'm going to do. I'm gonna. I normally go for the throat, but I'm gonna kick you in the hip. Uh, you deal with your doctor later. I'm not gonna punch your lights out, but I am going to mess that old seventy-something. Because Joe Biden don't look too strong neither. No, he doesn't. 
Joe Biden looks old as, old as Trump. That, absolutely. This is the leader of the free world, man. The other guy was the vice president of the United States for eight years. This sounds like an eight-year-old and a nine-year-old in a schoolyard. Yeah, it's embarrassing. I, it is it's so embarrassing. It's ridiculous, man. It is so ridiculous. You know, now we done pissed China off. Well, Trump exactly. pissed China off. I'm, I'm, I'm blaming all the rest of us good people. Exactly. Yeah, he he he, he had to back up off of that and call a moratorium, quick, fast, in a hurry. Because they said they were going to hit us back in our pockets. Exactly. Oh no, I'm gonna I'm gonna fuck with you with steel and this import. They was like, do you know how much you owe us? And, and here's the thing that's funny with America and China. A lot of people don't realize. China's our biggest ally, but potentially our biggest enemy. Right. They're not our enemy. They're our ally. But potentially, it's always been tension, because it's weird. China was a communist country that we've always had good relationship. The other communist countries we didn't have good relationship with, like right. Russia, Cuba. Right, exactly. Venezuela and other countries like that. And we're the intermediary that keeps China from destroying Japan because the Chinese hate Japan. They yeah. hate the Japanese. Yeah. Right, yeah, it's a mutual thing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but we, but the thing is, we're basically the military for Japan since World War II. We took that ability right. away from them to defend themselves. I don't know how long they can actually survive like that. Could you imagine? We're their babysitter. Japan yeah. can't defend itself. We have to right. defend Japan. But they allow us to use that Asian water, because if not, we that part of the country, we'd be lost. Yeah, exactly. But now America we can got get... some shit, boy. I tell you. You're going to oh, drop two bombs on me and then tell me I can't defend myself. Because you know what? They said the next time, that next bomb will be the annihilation bomb. Think about it. We dropped two bombs on human beings. Yes. In the history of the world, there's only been two bombs dropped on human beings. Yeah. And it happened within the last 75 years. Yeah. And them bastards rebuilt quickly. Yes, they did. But then we made them sign like every document known to man that, you know what, if you need help, come to us. We're your big brother for life. But Yeah, you talk about some real racism right there. <laughs> we, you know, you didn't do that for Germany. No, no, come on, man. This country, this country between being so gangster and so cutthroat and so nasty, I mean, I love, I, I don't ever get me, I don't want anybody who ever hears me to get me wrong. America is wonderful in a million ways because I can say what I'm saying and no Gestapo is coming 10 minutes later to kick in my door. Right. You know, some other countries, and it ain't got to be a powerhouse. It could be a little shit country. 10 minutes after you say something on a little NPR station, they kicking in your door. 
you know, or they locking you in a prison for life. Here, you really do have opportunities to do shit. I don't care what the ghetto tells people about their black conspiracies, Latin conspiracies, that, you know, their ceilings. You make your ceiling. Yeah, you do. Illuminati. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. <laughs> If, if you want to, if you want to go and get four fucking college degrees here, you can do it. If you want to be a bum here, you can be it. You want to be a doctor here, you can do that. So you can dream. I mean, you know what? Bones. Yeah. The, the, the dying is not having a dream. At least this place allows a person to have a dream. I don't know how much a Cuban can dream. But I know American kid, even in the worst situations, can dream. There's yeah, been amazing people. There's been amazing people come out of projects. There's been amazing people who had a one-room shack and a, uh, what the hell is that bathroom called outside? You just talked about it last time. Oh, yeah, the outhouse. outhouse. That's right. We've had doctors, lawyers, politicians, athletes come out of those situations in this country. So I don't, I don't frown. I'm a proud American, and, and I don't like that I'm black, and for some reason or another, I'm supposed to be ashamed to be American. I have no other home, Bones. I don't have another home. I'm not West Indian. I'm not, his, I'm not from some fucking Hispanic country. I'm born and raised American. Many generations. Yes. Yep. So this is the only place I know. And and I don't care about this woke generation that's supposed to say, I should be ashamed that I'm from here. No. I'm ashamed of some shit that happens here. No doubt about it. Yeah. Definitely. And, but, and speaking about being a woke, the same thing in other countries occur right here in the good old U.S. of A., if if you don't travel, you don't know. But the same things yeah. go on. And some are worse. Some are worse. I mean, you know, I love I love black people that, that that always tell us like we should not have pride in being American, but they don't rush to go home to their great Shangri La. They never do. No, they don't. I mean, like I. You go and visit like I go and visit. But that's all you do. I don't see you packing up the family and moving back to Kingston. You ain't Not moving back to. No, hell no, because you know what? You like that same shit that I like. It's called the American dollar. And you, yeah, like, yeah. you, you, you like being able to spend it. And you like also the safety of, like, the streets might have a little bit of power, but they don't run communities. We don't allow the underworld to just dictate what the law of the community is. You know, I mean, it happens. Yeah. It happens in pockets. I mean, I ain't no fool. I mean, we grew up in the 80s. I mean, the crack era was a mother. Yes, it was. But, the crack um, era every, was... It was. And for every peanut and Ray Ray standing on the corner... Whenever the man say, hey, you had enough, your time is up, they're coming for you. That's true. 
That's true. And 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 Pee Wee and Ray Ray had to do. They had to pay the cost. They paid the penalty. But yeah, you know what? They they let them run when they let them run. But you know what? People in the neighborhood still were allowed to go to work if they had that. They still were allowed to go to school. Just stay the hell out of that activity. So. I don't know what we're going to do, man, is we're going to have an interesting four years. Like I asked, I got to ask you, just like I asked Ned, what do you think is Cynthia Nixon's odds of any kind of success running for the governor of New York City being a lesbian? He's not going to win nothing. He's going to be a landslide. They better find another candidate. That's what they need to do. People don't seem to and, like Cuomo. And also, well, Cuomo is a dick too, just like the Blasio. Um, but she's not going to beat Cuomo. That's not happening. And then also too, she's in bed with uh, the Blasio also. And um, you know, these people up here up north are really, really conservative. So it's not going to happen. See, that's what I was telling him. I was like. I don't know, maybe she can win the liberal part of the city, but the state, she's going to get her ass swamped in the state. The yes, state does yes. not, I mean, certain parts of the state, you might as well be in the south. Yes. And I'm not talking about accent, I'm talking about how they think. Right. Especially especially the, uh, the parts of the state that are... Uh, Prison town states, right? And and New York and got enough of those. Yeah, and that's you know, the gossings, gossings. Yeah. So that's I, the, I, I yeah, think that's she, the industry. Yeah, I think that she gets. I think that she gets demolished in the state, and I don't know even if the sentiment in the city. New York likes to look really liberal, but. New York is not as liberal as it seemed. You grew up when I grew right. up. And see this 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 blow this blows some people away because in other places this doesn't happen. The most segregated place that I've ever been in my entire life was Brooklyn, New York. Think about growing up growing up in Bed-Stuy. You didn't see white people. You didn't go to school with white people. When did you start going to school with white people? When I went to their school. <laughs> when I went to no, I'm saying. Coney Island. Okay, the high school. Eight years old. But I could have high school. If I would have went to boys and girls high school. I didn't start going to school with white people until I went to Utah, but basically college. Right. And, and so that's ridiculous. But then there were certain places. I remember trying to get an apartment in Fort Hamilton and just being told, just told right at the door, I just uh, rented this apartment. Hold on. I was just on the phone with you 20 minutes. You told me to come see the place. As soon as I knocked on the door and you seen it was me, I just rented it. Right. No, we don't. We don't really want you out in Fort Hamilton. Matter of fact, I was in Fort Hamilton. I didn't see anybody that looked like me. Anybody. Right. right. We grew up segregated. I mean, it's not like Bed-Stuy now where you see salt and pepper everywhere. You go to uh, 
Maybe Bushwick might have had, always had. But shit, Brownsville was was black. East New York was black. Yeah. Dyker Park was white. Uh, Bensonhurst was white. Coney Island, white. You didn't even bother. I remember my my uncle going to New Utrecht and talking about being chased home from school. Yeah, yeah. Sheep said (laughs) they... Yeah, and we're not talking 1950. We're talking 1970s. Yeah. You know? Some parts of the 80s and early 90s as well. Yeah, so, you know what, New York, and then you go to, you, you look at other places like England, Canada. If you, the segregation that happens in those countries is between money and broke. If you broke, they lump you all together. Classism, yeah. Yeah, so... America likes racism. Other countries right. like the class system. You thank you. That's a, that's a better analogy. This country loves racism. Classism that doesn't count because they'll still lump a black person in the nigger box, even if you got the money. So you, we try to stuff you over here if we can. Right. You know. I, I did like the fact that uh, Jay-Z addressed that on his song. That was pretty cool. Yeah. And I'm up here upstate, one hour from the Bronx, in the north, and I see Confederate flags flying. And you be like, yeah. what does that have to do with in New York State, in the north part of the region as you could get, with um, Confederate flags flying? Get out of here. Yep. But you know what? Thanks for the enlightenment because I did not know that. But you know what? My wife said that that would probably be the type of thing that's going on. Now, I did know, like I said, that's why I equated it to like being in the deep south minus the accent. The ideology is exactly the same for the most part. Yes, it is. It is. And that's why Cynthia Nixon basically has a no chance. Yeah, whatever money that she's getting for her campaign, she's basically throwing it down the toilet. Yeah, and and also too, like this is New York. How do you put that? How do you put her up? I don't care. She lived in New York all her life. You you put her in as a candidate. That's not a viable candidate. Yeah, well we've we've gotten we've become that clown. Trust me, when 2020 comes, originally when 2020 comes, or 2018, when 2019, when they first start, look at the bizarre candidates that's going to run for president. They're going to drop out, but we're going to have candidates who are nothing more than celebrities trying to be everything, governors, mayors, senators. We've reached that time and that point in, in our society where you don't need to be qualified anymore. Just have a big enough personality. Forget qualifications. We don't need qualifications. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's out the window. Yeah. You know what? Before you run a governor, a governor is also a business person. They run the finances of a whole state. Before you become a governor, there's supposed to be uh, – are there supposed to be levels to this thing? It would ni- it'd be nice if you was a local congresswoman first or yeah. – uh, you know, some something, assemblywoman or anything that you were on the board of uh, 
the board of schools, something that in your resume. Sex in the city is not a resume for politicians. But Trump used uh, The Apprentice. That's all he had. I'm rich and yeah, I was on yeah. The Apprentice. And and, and <laughs> six, 60-something million people said yes to that. So, you know, get used to in 10 years people like Shaq being Mayor Shaq and Governor Kobe. And if he didn't fuck it up, Derek Jeter could have been the senator of New York. You know? Right, right. You know? Popularity contest. Yeah. That's it. If you, As long as you don't have the criminal record. Who the hell said Beyonce couldn't be the state senator of Texas? Of Houston? You know? With first man Jay-Z. Then she really be Queen Bay. Oh, definitely. So... It could happen. Well, I am this time going to really wrap it up, my friend. Bones, okay, I thank you man. for calling in, sir. Okay, bro. Enjoy your weekend. You too. Okay. Hey, people, if you like to reach me, Mondays through Friday, Monday and Friday, sorry, 12 noon, 724 Call ID is one four five zero four eight. That's on TalkShoe. I'm on TalkShoe, SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, and Speaker. Mondays, Fridays, twelve noon. You got a question? You want to talk about something? We don't just talk sports. We talk politics. We talk wrestling. We talk entertainment. We talk society. Interested? Like, share, comment. I love to hear from anybody and everybody. And I'm just going to tell you like I tell you each and every time, people, peace.